guys, this is Katie, and this is Katie Read With Me. Um, we are still on part one of Dark Song. Uh, we left off on page 115, The Oars Aren't For Rowing. Let's begin. Wait, how was your day? Hope it was okay. Okay, now we can start. When I stepped out of M's car the next day, six burly men were transferring a grand piano into a truck. The piano was wrapped and packaged and the legs were removed, and I guess already in the truck. So it looked like a puffy kidney that weighed a gazillion pounds. Oh, M's mom exhaled, pity, clear and undisguised. We were, um, a, wait, hold on. We were garage sale poor. No, they're not really, but I can see how she sees that. You win, M shouted. No more piano lessons. Awesome. I haven't had piano lessons in years, M. I reminded her, like I was justifying this whole embarrassment. I cringed. Okay, so M is trying to help her best friend by throwing her mom's, you know, her mom's intuition off that, oh, they have to sell all of this stuff now because they are almost in the doghouse. They are so, like, gonna be porn. Probably selling mud pies and meat pies and things like that. You know, that's how a lot of uh, middle class people in stories like this kind of see the person who's on the downfall. So that's what I assume M's mom is thinking. We'll see you tomorrow, Ames. And then she says, sweetie. M's mom said, sweetie. I cringed again. I was climbing the pity ladder fast. I walked through the kitchen and looked into the formal living room. Mom was lingering in the great big hole of space, absently towing the imprints in the carpet left from the piano legs. She looked like somebody had skinned her cat. I hate this, I said. Mom puffed her cheeks full of air, then let it out of her mouth like a balloon deflating. I never saw anyone with a piano Living in a tent, she murmured, almost as if to herself. She put her fingertips against. She put her fingertips against her lips. Now, if you guys don't know, that's her. That's a really big selling point. Um, other than the house, uh, is that the grand piano costs a lot of money. That piano was her. I think her one actual like absolute material thing that kind of brought her a little bit of joy and isolation when she needed it to you know be along with her thoughts it said so in the beginning of the book actually so this is a very difficult time for her and everyone should understand i stepped close and i put my arms around my mom to hug her she jerked back, surprised at my touch. So see, simple, physical reaction to help someone who's hurt. It's so strange and foreign that she doesn't know how to deal with it. Anyway, um, I can't deal with anything else right now, Ames. Anyone else, please go away. Go watch TV or something. So she just dismissed her own form of emotional support. Some people would call this being self-sufficient, but I think she she's basically just making the relationship harder. And I mean, I'm not saying that Ames is without that as well. I'm just saying that it's totally a thing. Anyway, 
Uh, Mom returned to rubbing out the carpet and then patience. I knew she was hurting, but the first time I tried to help row, Mom swatted me with her oar. I headed to Chrissy's room. Come on, small, tight person. I said when I found her in the closet rearranging her bears. I'm inviting you and one bear of your choice to watch a TV or a movie. Also of your choice. I draw the line, however, at any purple character or talking unicorns. I hope that's not a shot at Barbie's Magic Pegasus. I love that movie. And I'm not too fond of mermaids. Okay, now I hate Ames. Um, you'll watch a whole movie with me? Absolutely. Hold on. Absolutely. Absolutely certain. That's what I'm going to say. That's not a real world, Christy said. Oh, that's not a real word, Chrissy said. Oh, don't I feel stupid. Okay. Um, it is now, I said. What do you think about tacos for supper? I'm going to cook tonight, I said. You can cook, Chrissy asked. We'll have to see. There were talking bears in the movie, having a clue what they talked about, but Chrissy recited the dialogue with them, and Mr. Brown clapped a lot. I would like to think that this is Disney's Brother Bear, it just helps me cope. Anyway, the movie finished when when the movie finished and we opened the door, we heard the sounds of an argument drifting upstairs. I was halfway down when I could make out the words. I don't believe you. It was mom. You lazy piece of crap. How could you? Oh, God. For one single minute, can you not nag and scream in my ear? Just sell everything I work to give you and shut the H up. Dad roared back. Back to your room, I told Chrissy. You need to guard your bears while I'm trying to calm things down. Chrissy put her hand over her ears and ran back up the stairway and then to her room. She slammed the door behind her. When I got down to the first floor, I saw Mom towering over Dad as he sat at his chair, shouting at her and pouring a drink. A computer game car, a computer card game was on the computer screen. I listened and put a what bits I understood together. Okay, so he's... I guess he's... Not willing to stick to the plan of getting a job anywhere. And she just sold one of the most beloved things that she owns in the entire house. Outside of, I guess, her family. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's more important. Her family or the piano. But she made it clear... When she chose her family and gave away the piano, the only real thing that gave her solace and emotional support was an object. And when her daughter tried to replace that object with humanly affection, she brushed her off. But luckily, Ames decided to redirect that love and affection to her little sister, who's obviously been lacking it. Mom had in... Wait, hold on. Mom had walked in on Dad while he was playing computer poker and she'd lost it. Why wasn't he looking for a job, doing his share? This was all his doing. It was all his responsibility to make it right. Well, no, it was his responsibility to make it right, but not all of it. Um, rinse and repeat. Dad, how many hours a day can I search for jobs online? If you can spend an hour sobbing over a piano and towing the carpet marks, that's a huge hit because first of all, it is something that he knows she's emotionally attached to. Take away his computer. 
and his liquor. Let's see how he reacts. Then, why can't I have 15 minutes to play a game to de-stress? My money bought the piano that you just sold. That's my contribution for the day. Where's yours? Each just win. Wait, each just wanted to win. The oars weren't meant to move the boat forward. They were weapons. Hmm. Okay. I had to get out of there before I physically hurt someone. I grabbed the phone from the kitchen and dialed in. Can we get to the mall? Sure. Have you met my new guy? He's, wait, hold on. He's a cowboy. He's 18, so he can take us. Be outside in 10. So I think they're both, like, like 15. Okay, 15 and 18. That's not too far off. I don't feel bad. I don't feel scared either. It's fine. I was outside in 10, and in the long-legged, slow-talking boy's backseat in 10 and a half, Ames, this is Wynn. Pleased to meet you, Wynn, said. Wynn, short for something, I asked. Jesus. Lord, yes, something long and tongue-tangled and some go, what? Lord, yes, something long and tongue tangled and got some Roman numerals, too. Okay, <laughs> we'll just keep it at win if you don't mind. Long with, hmm, win. Can be Winifred because that's, I think that's a girl's name. Now I'm wondering what it is, honestly. Secrets, lies, and death. That's my life now, I said. Well, little missy, Wynne said to him, I thought you were, yeah, I thought you were the sassy one of this bad girl team. I need to learn. I'm poor now. If I think shoplifting might be necessary, wait, become a necessary skill. No, do not do that. Wait a minute. Do you want to start shoplifting to pee off the parents and get a little payback? Show them you can lie and steal too? Or are you shoplifting to get stuff you can't afford now? I'm asked. Which is a valid question. Well, two valid questions. Because honestly, this whole payback thing is getting crazy. She's literally doing the same thing to her parents that her parents are doing to each other. And it is not healthy. Especially for a relationship involving a six-year-old as well. Could be both, I said. So not true, but it's good enough. What are you after? New cell phone? I don't think so, Wing countered. You can lift the phone, but you have to pay for the plan. That gets complicated. Now, I might know some people. I cannot believe this 18-year-old. <sighs> okay. <sighs> Stealing. It's... <sighs> It's bad. You should not do it. And you, as the oldest one in the group, should not be trying to help them. That's just my take on it. Nah, I just want an iPod for now. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. It doesn't say lemon squeezy, but I had to add it. <sighs> Some time has passed now. When I slid the iPhone into my purse, and, oh no, not the iPhone, the iPod into my purse, and turned toward the door. I felt 
that dark thrill, that silver cool feeling of deceit and being something I had never been. A thief. But some parents like, um, like to argue that all children are thieves because they take your life and your resources and your time. Hmm. Okay. But Apple was on the bone, and we were busted before we were halfway out the door. Our tears, and it was just a joke, sort of a dare, like a scavenger hunt. We're so sorry. We're so sorry. Fell on total deaf ears. It didn't help that I had wire cutters in my pocket. (laughs) Mall security turned us over to the police who hauled our butts downtown. We were printed, photographed, and digitally entered Number signs, just like in the movies. We were... Ooh, I thought strip search. My bad. We were searched, humiliated, and slapped in a cell. Because we were juvies, they put us in a cell together and not with adults. The cowboy got adult treatment, but he looked like he was used to the drill. Okay, so M has a bad boy in her life. I'm not sure if it's a phase. I'm not sure if it's anything permanent, but... Obviously, AIM should not be in this situation. Neither should M. But, you know. What about our call, M demanded. You watch too much TV, the officer said. You're juveniles. You don't get a call. I'll call your parents. Go sit down. What do you think of jail, M whispered, nodding across the big holding tank at jeering trash talking pros in... H.O. outfits and vomiting women who had been without drugs a little too long. Ew. I flashed back to how the word jail had sent ice down my spine when M first said it in relation to my dad. I'd rather be here than home, I said. Wow, things are really circling the drain for you, aren't they? I sat on stainless steel on the stainless steel bed inside. In an hour... M's stepdad, that's Earl, uh, in his perfect suit and his tightly knotted silk tie appeared. Let's go. Earl, when you leave mom, please take me with you, M said. <laughs> She's a character. I like her. Um, I still sat on the bed. You too, Ames, Earl said. All arranged. You're released to my custody. That was fast, M remarked. I only play golf because the judges do. He shot back. Are my parents out there? I asked. Earl scowled. scowled. You'll be staying with us tonight, Ames. We'll discuss that at the house. Let's get you out of here. We signed for our things. Earl did some business and we were in the backseat of his car. And will will you understand when I tell you that you're an idiot? Her stepdad asked. I'd understand and agree, Earl, M replied. Sorry, this was all my fault I broke in. I asked M to do this with me. That's probably true, Ames, except that I suspect you asked M to show you how. Am I correct? And yeah, he's right. I needed a new iPod. My mom took mine. Never lie to your lawyer. That can't be the only reason. M has a handful of those things she could lend you or give to you. A short silence. Ames, I know why M shoplifts. It's her head rush. She's also savvy enough to know that everything on her record before she's 18 is sealed. She knows that real trouble is and how... She knows what real trouble is and how to stay out of it. She flirts with trouble, but she doesn't kiss it. 
and laughed. But my head spun. I think it's different with you. I thought for a minute, I guess. I just wanted to see how it felt to steal. Never lie to your lawyer, I reminded myself. To do something bad, I guess. How'd that work out for you? M stepdad asked. I don't know why she didn't just say Earl. By now, I think everyone reading still knows that M M's dad is Earl. I didn't reply. Earl wouldn't approve the honest answer. I felt dangerous. It felt dangerous. I found something dark in me that sang. Hello, hint, hint, dark song. That is literally the title of the book. I wanted to listen, maybe to sing too. When we got back to M's, Earl told her to go up to her room and get ready for bed. I need some time with Ames. Ames' face, wait, Ames' face turned totally serious and suddenly she was all good girl behavior. She slid out of the seat through the door from the garage to the house without a word. Hmm, she really does love Earl. I'm, I'm guessing, even though that's her stepdad, she loves him a tremendous amount. Hmm. It may be an act. I'm not sure. But she may be upset that Ames is getting special time with her dad. I know I would be. Earl put his arm on the back seat, on the back of the seat, and turned so he could face me. I'll represent you in the shoplifting case. Since you didn't make it out of the store, nothing was stolen. So it boils down to attempted shoplifting. It will be taken care of in tandem with M. It's easily handled. He stopped. I think he was waiting for me to say something. His silence sounded lawyery. Lawyerly? This isn't like you, Ames. He nailed me with a steady look. I never picked. Your father to em wait. I never picked your father to embezzle from his clients. Now you steal just to see what it feels like. Ames, I am sympathetic, but you are in trouble on so many levels, more than legal. When I call your house to get your father or mother to come with me to get you out of jail, again the drilling look. Your father was too drunk to drive, and your mother says she couldn't deal with you. I told her that I would take care of everything. Finally, someone told the truth. My mother and father didn't give a S word. <laughs> they were too absorbed in their own miserable worlds. Hello. This was already said. Tears pushed their ways. Tears pushed their way into my eyes. I blinked and fought them back. Ames, I'm not sure they would have left you in jail, but I'll be here for you if I can. Circumstances being what they are. However, you need to stay out of trouble. And I think she does this for a little bit and then she gets into major trouble. <laughs> he stopped. I wish I could do more to help you, but the law won't allow me to do much. He appeared frustrated. I had never seen Earl frustrated. He drummed his fring his frings, his fingers, his fingers, his fingers. I'm sorry. He drummed his fingers on the back of the seat. Um, you need to stop acting out. You don't have the liberty to rebel like a normal teen right now. I was here to catch you this time, but next time you fall, I might not be around. Translation, get used to being unprotected. No, I think he honestly explained it. I can catch you now around this time. This time I caught you. Next time, 
I might not be able to reach you. Something may happen. You may be somewhere else, like in another state. Texas. When I got to M's room, she had pajamas on the bed for me. I showered first, washing gel off my skin and out of my hair with hot water and tea tree oil sh uh, shampoo. I came out of the bath feeling less of a felon but more of an orphan. Chinese takeout was sitting in white boxes in M's sitting room. Once again, these people have sitting rooms. <sighs> Upper middle class rich. But slowly, slowly becoming just middle class. Let's take this stuff to the media room and watch movie, M suggested. Works for me, I said. We furried the stuff down uh, the hall and settled in. I get kicked out and you get takeout. What's with that? You're carrying my weight around. Wait, you're carrying my weight here. Earl and mom feel so sorry for you that they kind of forgot I got arrested. By the time they remember, they won't be as nearly as mad as they would have been. She flipped through the DVDs. Something stupid type funny? Sounds right. M slid a DVD in. M slid in a DVD. She put it in a movie, okay? Jeez. Don't know why. These things are worded strange. Okay. Let's see what mom ordered. She sorted through the boxes. Sweet, sour, shrimp. Uh, yum. She handed me a plate and chopsticks. No forks. <sighs> My life has turned to crap, I said. It was a matter of fact. No wine, no anger. Just that hard to find element truth. It's looking that way. Seriously, I'm not going to blow up smoke. I'm not going to blow smoke up your butt. Your dad should be in prison. Your mom is selling all your stuff. And they were going to leave you in jail. That's not good. Once again, she's right. That's not good. Once again, Earl is right. That's not good. Once again, when I said earlier, family is in turmoil. 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 I couldn't argue. All the ditching school once and... All for ditching school once and getting busted for trying to jack an iPod. iPod. Why do I keep saying iPad, iPhone, I, 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 okay? She looked her head, she shook her head and talked around a mouthful of rice. That's way harsh. My dad almost slapped me across the face last week. I stared at the movie and she shoveled food. Wait, I stared at the movie and shoved food into my mouth. M's chopsticks froze mid-bite. Your dad hit you? No, but he had his hand raised. The only reason he didn't come tonight is that he was too drunk. He's been drinking a lot. You can't stay here. Wait, you can't stay there anymore. Let's talk to Earl. Maybe that's abuse or neglect or something. Okay, I understand what M is doing, but then again... They would have Ames and Chrissy because you can't leave Chrissy there. So you're asking your parents to literally adopt your friend and her sister. One non-slop won't get me out of the house. What will do? Wait, what will you do if he does hit you? I don't know. I do know that if either one of them ever hits Chrissy, neither one of them will walk away. I think that's threats. There was a car I didn't recognize parked in the drive when M's mom pulled up or pulled in for a for sale sign. Wait, let me read that over. Okay. 
There was a car I didn't recognize. Recognize, my Jesus. All right, let's start it over. There was a car I didn't recognize parked in the drive when M's mom pulled in and a for sale sign was in the yard. That took a lot. I guess mom had been too busy getting her nest egg together to bother me about it. Mom gave a quick glance and nothing else when I came in. She and a small man with a quick bird-like manner pointed at an open ledger in his left hand. I headed up the stairs and ducked into Chrissy's room. Ames, Chrissy attached herself to my legs. Where have you been? Mom won't tell me. Everybody's been screaming and a man is here to take our furniture. I don't understand. Chrissy clutched me harder, her eyes watery and confused. Will he take my bears? That is too cute. I picked her up and sat her in my lap on the bed. I'm sure the man doesn't want your bears, but if he does, I'll fight him. He'll get two black eyes and a crunched up nose if he touches one of your bears. He'd look funny, Chrissy said. He'd yell, owie, owie, owie. I said. Chrissy giggled. That's what I used to say when I got hurt. That's right, I hugged her. When he leaves, I'll talk to mom and see what's up. Where's dad? He won't come out of his study. That's what all the screaming is. He told mom he's on a roll. Dad didn't come out of the study for two days. Our antique furniture was gone, along with the silver, china, and crystal, and the two big chandeliers. I'd give odds that mom's good jewelry was missing, too. The realtor called that morning, and mom returned to the breakfast table. You took out a second mortgage on the house, and you forged my name. Dad's face was blank and gray. Not even the money I got in the bank. For all the things I've sold will cover that. We can't get our equity out of this house. Dad put his elbows on the table, face in his hands. You don't have any money in the bank. Mom couldn't wrap her mind around what she just heard. What did you just say? She looked here and there as if trying to find a place where she had mislaid something. Um... Dad moved his hands from his face, but didn't look up. I've been gambling online. I was up, really up, but the cards turned on me. When you put all that money in the account, I kept playing, trying to win back what I lost, but... So... (laughs) He literally took the money. All of it. Oh my gosh, all that money is gone. Mom's voice trembled, fading into a whisper. You gambled it away. Her eyes were wide and a thousand yard stare like someone had smacked her across the forehead with a board and none of the synapses were firing. Jeez. The money I took from the business was more than I told you, Dad stated. Almost robotic. My retirement wasn't enough. I had to get the second mortgage to cover it. Dad hadn't just thrown Robin out on the street. He'd done it to us. Why hadn't it occurred to me that if he could do that to Robin, that he could do that to his wife and children? Why had I trusted anything he said at all? My stomach rolled over. Mom grabbed the back of the chair unsteady. She still had to stare and couldn't speak above a whisper. Mm, who are you telling? <sighs> In a short burst, disjointed in cadence, we'll lose the house. 
We won't have a house. We won't have enough money to rent an apartment. We won't have... Jeez, we have one car in our clothes. She stopped. I thought mom would faint. She sank into the chair. What have you done? Okay, that's the end of this chapter. Literally. She should have had it in an account where either her mother could have been... Oh, well, mm, I don't know. (sighs) Knowing her mother, she probably would have given it away. I don't know. I don't know, but... (sighs) She probably should have just kept it to herself and not told anyone because this man just gave away literally all the the money that they had left over. There's literally nothing else. Nothing. They're going to be in the hole. I think it's safe to say we have one more episode until part two. It's over Boulder. That's the one. I'll see you guys another day. And peace.